episode 41, Steve Krebs. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Words they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, and their wake up question to finish. This episode is sponsored by the Alpha Way Intensive. This is where we get six aspiring or current alpha men and we take them away to the coast and we just take them to another level. So if you're interested in that, we have South Coast UK, the first ever one on very early first week in September, three, three days should be available. And then we move over two weeks later, around the 19th, 20th, 21st, West Coast, USA. So if you're interested in Eva, just get in touch, reach out, email support at Awaken Your Alpha or the Alpha Way at Awaken Your Alpha for two nights of intense alpha building, physical, spiritual, mental, business, body, belief, balance to just send you away a different man two days later. That sounds good to you. You need to get in touch straight away because there are only six spots and this is going out to over 10,000 alphas all over the world. Don't let your location be a limiting factor. It's completely up to you. You are in control of your life and you make that decision. So if you're not sure, that's fine. That's cool. Keep listening. But if this sounds like something you want to do, you need to get on a call with me as soon as possible because when they go, they go. We've got an old historical farmhouse for the UK and we have just a mountain retreat on the cliffs overlooking the coast in California. So I hope to speak to some of you to very soon because this is not for all but for some of you this will really strike a chord. And with me in my team of alpha trainers we have some of the best minds, bodies and stories from around the globe and they will be coming to really Get intense with you guys and show you the alpha way. Get to the podcast. A quality one for you today. It's going to be entertaining. I don't know where it's going to quite take us. Um, we have Steve Krebs in here. And um, to give you uh, an understanding of the man that is Krebs, I think he, when he scheduled this in, you have to you know write potentially what you want to talk about. And uh, instantly the guy put a smile on my face, even from the other side of the world, just by, I think it was something along the lines, a very important matter, I must say. Um, does penis size affect? <laughs> I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> Probably alphaness. I don't know. Your, your bottom line. Yeah, your bottom line. Okay. So I don't know if we're going to talk about that. We could do. <laughs> I don't know. From the face, no. Um, but yeah, uh, Krebsy, he runs Next Level Athletic Training in New York from, uh, as he would tell him, a pretty um, interesting area, which makes even more hardcore and alpha how the, how the guy's done. Um, I know him since I've known associated since him for years, but 2010 when I uh, fully met him over in America and we went out, got on it, and we'll talk more about that today. Um, quality guy, and he alongside that he runs the best fitness business event in the business. Too many businesses there, but next, <laughs> changing the game, I should say, <laughs> um, over in Vegas, um, and he he closed the place down to finish that. So. Man, are you ready to awaken your alpha? 
Dude, my alpha woke up the day I was born. <laughs> yeah. So um, is there anything else you would like to add to my brief bio there, mate? Exercise physiology in college. Decided that's what I wanted to do. Started running a facility out in Syracuse, New York. And then I realized that I feel like I could have done it better myself. So the next level, uh, eight years ago. So basically, Luca and I put together a fitness business coaching group called the Pack Fitness Business. Um, you know, we help people build performance-based facilities. You know, usually our guys are coming in starting anywhere from zero dollars to two to three grand a month, and we help them uh, build their businesses up over 20k a month. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that um, the Pack again, very cool name number one, but it is work hard, play harder. Um, very successful. It's the yin and the yang. You know, you don't get to play if you ain't working hard. So I, I think that's really cool concept and important. That's why I got the turntables behind me, dog. <laughs> yeah, DJ Krebsy. I'll try and I will, I will cut some of that in for the little, uh, the little video trailer we're going to have for this one. So can you give us a little success quote that you like to um, live your life by? You can make progress or you can make excuses, but you cannot do both. Love it. <laughs> In your face. Beautiful. A link to that. Can you give us a little bit of your origin story? Because I know it's a good one. Well, Rick and Janice Krebs one faithful night, <laughs> laid down and made sweet candy love. Nine months later, Stephen Krebs popped out April 20th, 1979. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, my background is this, man. I played in football um, all the way through high school. You know, I was around 300 pounds. I was a big boy. Whoa. And once, yeah, once I stopped playing ball, I realized that I was overweight and I wasn't actually, you know, living my, my full alpha-ness. Yes. So, so sweet. So um, when, when did the idea of obviously coming to changing a game, because there's, and even the pack, because obviously there's a lot of people, there's a lot of trainers out there, there's a lot of people even with a gym, but then there's less people with a successful gym in a, like you used to tell them, you say yourself, a quite a deprived area. Um, wasn't it like number one worst place to start your business or run your business in your area? It was, it was top 10 worst places to own a business in Forbes magazine. Nice. Yeah. So how did you get from that to then the pack and then changing the game, which is a huge event with quality speakers? Um, yeah. Over to you, man. Yeah, man. So, you know, when I first opened my business, I'll be honest, I almost failed my first year. I almost went out of business in the first year. Um, you know, I just wasn't making the right move. You know, what I started to do is I started paying people for coaching. So, and these guys were all important in, in the process of us, you know, well, myself personally, um, my father's owned his own business my whole life. So I watched him work his ass off and I realized that I wanted to work smart and hard. When was the kind of awakening moment? You talked about um, like having some coaching, some help with like Pat Riggs being different people. When was there kind of an awakening moment? Like your business was struggling, you were struggling. What kind of made you think, right, let's crack on. Let's, let's take it to another level or let's just not take it to another level. Let's just get out of this crap. Yeah, well, what I did is, man, is I cut all the negativity out of my life. I was dating a girl that was not good for me at the time. So I got rid of her ass, yeah. um, got back to myself. Um, it was actually in Pat and Nick's group that I met Luca and then we started working together, pushing each other. And then we just realized that we could do things a bit differently. Yeah. You know, we have a little, you know, if, if you look at I, you know, that we're not your you know, typical business coaching type of guys. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're a little outside. We're, we're outliers. We're on the fringe. So, um, an acquired kind of taste, mate. What's that? You're an acquired taste. Exactly. But everybody loves it. Yeah. I, hey, 
I'm you, delicious. I'm converted. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where Luke and I started the pack, man. That was uh, three years ago. Uh, we started the pack, and now well, we have I about. Thought, I thought that was genius, man. I was so happy for you guys at the time because I remember when I I fully went out with you that first uh, first I think it's 2010 in Kentucky. I mean, you're a fun guy. You've always been a fun guy. But I could see you had this side to you then. You didn't look 100% happy. You looked like at any time you could strangle someone. Probably not one of us, but anyone around. You had that kind of side to you. And not saying you couldn't strangle anyone now, but you seem in the last year or two, you just like, because I hadn't seen you for maybe two years. And dude, you just seem so happy. Yeah, you know what it is, man? Is that, that, you know, between, you know, to be honest, I was being held back a little bit. So... You know, I've always been the kind of guy that, that wants to be a leader and I don't want anybody telling me what to do or trying to hold me back from who I am. So, you know, Luke and I started pack, we started building that up. Now we have like 30 members in that and those guys are killing it. But also, you know, my personal life is on point. Yeah. So I'm training a lot. I'm, you know, I'm still training BJJ a lot and I'm doing some more things that are enjoyable for me, like changing the game like that. You know, Man, I'll be honest with you, man. That event put some miles on us. That was uh, stressful as hell. It's still stressful. So, you know, we're looking forward to it next year. We've learned a lot. Dude, um, I'm looking know, forward I, to it next year, and I'm going to talk to you about that. <laughs> but I was going to yeah. say, dude, I'm talking about that. It's put some stress in you, and this whole Awaken Your Alpha, you had some doubters, because I know you mentioned that. And that one, for me, that's what made it even more sweeter. Like, I just wanted to come over there literally – to support you guys. I literally came over there for a drinking session and to me and to see it was awesome. But no, I just wanted the fact that I felt like you guys were, you know, you were pushing yourselves and putting it out there. Yeah, man. I mean, Luca, TJ and I, you know, kiddo came together. We actually met through Kevin Nation's mastermind. And, um, you know, we just came up with the idea at a mastermind in Hawaii. We were all lit up and <laughs> having fun. And we just <laughs> said, hey, let's put together an event that's going to change and then I came up with the name Changing the Game because I knew it was going to change things. Because before, it was always about trying to sell the stage. And our thing was no sales pitch. It was full content. Yeah. And I personally believe that we had the best speakers ever put together at any event ever. So oh, I mean, biased, it, but it was beautiful, mate. Well, I, I'm still biased, but I'm not as probably not as biased as you. But it was good. It was good shizzle. So, yeah, brilliant. So, uh, out of interest, with the standard being that high, what has someone got to do to get a speaking gig at that thing? You know, I'm thinking maybe you've got to have, like, the international feel to it. You've got to maybe – maybe someone who was not even a full-timer at your event and since they've just dropped dropped the hammer and gone for it. Let's, we should put our heads together and think about that at some stage. But Does his name rhyme with Smadam Smocker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You tell me how many how many views I've got to get or downloads I've got to get this podcast to get on that show, and I, I'm there, mate. I will. Uh, I'd love it. I got you, man. We'll we'll talk about it for sure. Right now, I tell you what, we're it's a long way out. Think about that, like four months. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, look at this gray hair in my beard. <laughs> that's, only, changing, that's changing the game, gray hair. You know what the interesting thing is? Like, let's like you say you've only just finished it. That's what it feels like, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa! Everyone's like. Oh, when's the next, you know, it's coming round. Like you said, it's probably quite about four months ago or something. And it's already, yeah, man, the treadmill. I love it, but it's exciting. See this face though? <laughs> you, yeah, you need some time off from it. Don't worry. Pump the brakes, guys. Yeah. It's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Hey, I, I always wondered what you did, but you came up with the name, man. That's awesome. <laughs> and you closed it yeah, down at the end. I'm an idea guy. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, you know, the three of us, it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't Luca, TJ, and I, man. We all... 
you know, worked our butt off. And uh, we're just glad that it came out good for all you guys, even though it stressed the shit of all of us. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just remember the whole, the whole like three or four days, you were just like, mm, mm. <laughs> Saturday night, Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll tell you what, it's, I'm still recovering from the stress afterwards too. It's just been, uh, yeah. it was an experience for sure. We learned a lot. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll bring it, we'll bring it again next year. Definitely. And, Once uh, a year is enough by the sounds of it. Definitely. But it was, it was cool. You know what? Our, our, our game plan is probably to next year run a big one and then run a, uh, a smaller invite only like high end mastermind later in the year. Mm. So nice. Very nice. Right. <laughs> don't, don't do that to me. Don't mess with me. Right. <laughs> Jeez, man. I'm just looking at the time. We've been, just been rambling. Right. This is your yin ra- yang round, just to make us ramble some more. So I'm just going to find out a bit more about the randomness that is Steve Krebs. So you just go where you got on this. Okay. Water ski or snow ski? I have to go water ski, man. P90X or insanity? Dude. <laughs> Brazilian butt lift. Damn. <laughs> that was beautiful. Pizza or pasta? What was that one? Pizza or pasta? Oh, you got to go with pizza, man. Yeah, I know. You're New York. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, San Diego or San Francisco? San Diego, bro. Come on. Okay, okay. Come on, bro. Takes, it takes all sorts. Sauna or hot tub? I'm going to have to do the sauna, man. I think this question is almost redundant for you. Dive in the pool or cannonball? Cannonball, baby. That was a waste of time <laughs> me asking that. <laughs> Dog or cat? Dog. Yeah, no one says cat. Well, we have got some ladies on this show, but anyway. James I mean, no, no disrespect to the cats, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm an animal lover, bro, but I got, I got a dog, so I got to go with dogs. It's a 50-50, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, James Bond or Jason Bourne? Man, that's tough. Oh. That's tough because, like, James Bond is smooth, right? But, like, yeah. Jason Bourne is a bad mother... <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's and it's, you've got the UK USA thing going there as well. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go because Sean Connery was James Bond. You gotta go with Sean Connery. Yeah, awesome. Sean. I want him to do. He's gonna do one of my intros. I've already got that hooked up. <laughs> Not the actual Sean, but you know, you get it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Bear or shark? If they're hunting you, they haven't caught you yet. Ooh, man. I tell you what. I have a requirement. I, I have a reoccurring nightmare that I get eaten by a shark. <laughs> So, like, I'm going to have to go with Shark, bro. Like, i got to face the fear. <laughs> I'm coming out of the water with that thing like this. <clears throat> okay. Um, J-Lo or Cameron Diaz? J-Lo. I yeah. I think. Come on, dude. I could have guessed Who that. Who are you? Yeah, I was, it's going to be the, the boot A. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Complete blank around. So, you complete the blanks for me. Now, this one's actually going to be quite interesting. Your best friend would describe you as fucking nuts. <laughs> that's pretty much what. I, no, I'm not your best friend, man. But that's pretty much. <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. Beautiful. Okay. Last time you were drunk was. Don't say this morning. Nah, man. You know what? It was on my birthday in San Diego last month. Oh, nice. Anything interesting happened there? Feel free to share, or you know, or not. Nah, man, I'll be honest. It was pretty, uh, compared to what the pack usually does, it was tame. Sweet. Because I remember I've asked you questions like that bef- you, <laughs> before and you've just been like, no, no, don't ask that question in Listen, front of me. 
Plead the fifth. The fifth. <laughs> okay. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, it would be. Oof. Man. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what just popped into my head. <laughs> <laughs> you are dirty, man. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. TBD. To be determined. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> your, actually, your celebrity uh, crush is. Shit. Who does it for you? Well, I mean, like, uh, is it a man crush you're talking about, or like, just man, like you, you, you have free reign on this, you know. I mean, for Everyone me, like, floats your boat. I mean, it, it could be a number of girls. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> I'm gonna, first thing, it's gonna be one person. Head, one person. Unless it's like a group. If they're known as a group, you can have the group. Oh, dude, One Direction, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I probably have to say, like, uh, that's too hard, man. It's hard to pick just one. Well, I'll just say Brittany Palmer, UFC card girl. Oh. I will have to look up. I will try and get a picture of her and put it on your your uh, trailer because I don't know who she is. I'm assuming she's a uh, she's pleasant to look at. I'm assuming she's a babe. Cool, sweet. Your favorite movie of all time is Star Wars. Star Wars, the original. The original three, man. The original okay. three. But if you want me to pick one, it's Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Empire. No, Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back is the one in the woods with the Ewoks, yeah? No, that's three. That's, that's Return three. of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back is the second one. It's uh, in the ice planet Hoth. I'm a dork, dude. Just oh. you guys. Yeah. And it's, it's the only one that George Lucas didn't direct. Ah, interesting. Crazy, I know. Interesting. Fun fact. <laughs> okay. I like this one. This, well, this could be interesting for you. This is like, was there ever a moment, but I think we might have even touched on it, but it's your call, when you felt like you really brought your A game, your alpha game, and you just thought, this is like right up to my potential, even at the time, what you maybe more than you thought you was capable, or you just thought, I've done well here, boy's done good. I'll be honest, man, it was the, the, my speech at changing the game. Yeah, I it thought it was going to be, man. Down, got a standing ovation. That was I stood there. I was surprised, man. Like you know, I know I you know it was a it was a good talk, but you know that's something I'll never forget. No, that was that was beautiful, mate. It was awesome, very good. Alrighty then, the Yoda question: Who helped awaken your alpha? You've mentioned certain mentors. I mean, it's it's hard sometimes to pin it down to. It doesn't have to be a me mentor, particularly. It could be a family member. It's up to you. I mean, it's hard to choose just one. Mm. I mean, I'll tell you too, obviously, you know, my, my dad had, you know, a lot and my mom both um, had a lot to do with that. And then also I got to give credit to Luke and I probably wouldn't be where we're at without the help of Sam. Yeah. Sammy, uh, I'll tell you what, man, like that Sam guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Seven figure Sam. Yeah. I mean, he's our boy. Number one. Like I love the guy. Um, but he, he kind of helped catapult us in the industry yeah. for sure. When nobody else would help us, Sam did. Was that your uh, first, like, kind of speaking gig together, like, big one at his event, like, in California? Yeah, if you, if you yeah Sam, he gave us our first shot speaking at an event, yep. Yeah, because definitely, once you get that under your belt, and obviously you killed it, then you're off. Sweet. Okay, we're getting pretty much to the alpha round now. So this is where you're going to give us all your top tools, resources, tips. Have you got a specific book that you could recommend? I know there's hundreds out there, but either you're currently reading or you just think would be useful for our guys? You, you cut out on that, man. Can you repeat? Have you got like a specific book that you think would be a good read for our listeners that you could recommend? Awaken the Giant Within. Okay. It was when I was going through 
I was going through a tough time and I applied the exercises in it and it just helped me get my head out of my ass. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Have you got a particularly low tech, like productivity resource that you use regularly and a, like a high tech, either app, software, gadget, whatever, something quite techy that you use? I mean, low tech is my journal, man. I do everything in my journal. Uh, I write in it every day. That's where all my favorite quotes are. I get start. That's how I start my day. So I guess you say that's super low tech. It doesn't yeah. get much more low tech than that. I mean, you mentioned that when uh, when we was over in Vegas, you mentioned like what you specifically do. I thought that was pretty cool. What you do every morning in your journal, because a lot of people have journals, but obviously people use them in different ways. Can you just like tell us ex like briefly what you do each morning? Yeah, man. So I go through my daily affirmations. Um, then I ask myself these specific questions. You know, what am I thankful for? Who am I going to help today? What am I going to do today to make uh, today exceptional? Um, and what will I no longer tolerate in my life? So I go through that every day. I answer those in my head. And then I'll just write down how I'm feeling, why I'm feeling that way, anything I need to work on. Um, you know, just basic stuff. Sweet. Um, and what is the most high-tech gadget that's useful to you then or app Seriously. or something? I, I am not good with like technology at all. Yeah. But something that I use every day is Evernote. Yep. I use Evernote every day. It's where I write, you know, I'll write all my uh, blog posts ahead of time. You know, all the stuff that I'm writing, I put in there because it's saved to a cloud platform. So that way, if I break my computer in half, getting angry at it, it's all that <laughs> stuff is saved. And do you use that on your mobile quite a lot or? Both. Yeah. Cool. Brilliant. Okay. What's one of your personal daily alpha habits? Apart from working out, buddy, because I know you do that. But, yeah, uh, I mean there's a bunch of them man i think i think it's funny because when you think alpha right a lot of people would think like that means you know the big dude in the gym walking yeah. around like he's too tough for me i i would say that's letting everybody know how i feel about him yeah Making sure that my family members know that i'm out here grinding for them no that is a good one now you definitely put that across when you in your speech as well that's cool okay what do you think was holding you back back in the day like when you weren't being so successful and you just like this Me. is a podcast. <laughs> yeah, what part of you, man? What was like, mm. It was my mentality. It was my mentality back then. I just, I didn't believe in myself, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm from an area where a lot of people are negative. Mm. So, you know, like I, I kind of had that mindset myself. I didn't believe I could succeed. I was never like, you know, besides looking at my dad, um, you know, most of the people in the area didn't believe in me. So I kind of, you know, I, I kind of felt the same way. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, what's some of the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> Not to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> no, man, I'll tell you what. Ah, there, there's, there's a lot of great advice, man, like, but I don't want to like, offend people. So I would say um, you know, the best advice that I've ever gotten is, is be true to your word. Your word is your bond. So if you say you're going to do something, you can do it no matter what. Yeah. You know, uh, that's what I live by. No matter how random, if I get myself about it, if I get myself into a stupid situation because I said something, I'm on it. I'm doing it. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> now that's cool, man. I appreciate that. Okay, this is the wake up question. So if you were to wake up tomorrow, you still knew everything we just talked about. You're still slightly insane, but next level is gone. You don't have a gym. You don't have any of your contacts apart from your very close and immediate family. You're starting from scratch. What would you do in that first day, that first week? Um, like, what would be a priority? With open, you mean, try, I'd have to open my facility all yep, over again? Clean slate. I mean, well, you might not even open it. You might say, right, I'm going to be a philosopher. I'm going to be a comedian. Who knows? It's up to you. Clean slate. 
Shit. I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, if it was clean slate, I had no ties here. I'd probably move to, to San Diego, <laughs> um, you know, and I would probably focus on what I'm doing now with Luca, man. I'd focus on business coaching and speaking. Yeah. But for me personally, you know, as a side note to that, like we wouldn't be there without our facilities. Like we're known as the guys in the trenches. So you got, yeah, you know, you got I know that's a critical question, but I just wanted to put a little footnote on the end of that one is that we are who we are because we still have our facilities. No, definitely. That's a good answer, mate. Okay. Who do you think I should interview next and why? And I'm going to ask you for like, some high-profile person that maybe you don't even know, just like it might be everyone knows about them, and maybe someone under the radar in your circle. I don't know. I think uh, Robin Sharma would be great, man. I read a lot of his books. He's, mm -hmm. I mean, he might be a little more under the radar for most people, but, uh, you know, Robin Sharma's a beast, man. Like that guy, his books of what I've read for the past, you know, over, probably the past year, and he would be an awesome one because he deals with all the mindset, business and mindset. So that would be badass, man. And... Um, shit, you know, I'm a big fight fan. Yeah. So, like, honestly, dude, like, Nick Diaz, bro, that guy's crazy. Oh. Nick, Nick Diaz is, like, crazy, and he would be, like, I mean, he hates doing interviews, so it would just be <laughs> fun to watch you squirm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, i got to try and get That would be interesting, yeah. I'm glad. I wouldn't want to do that live here. He probably looked like he wants to kill me. But, yeah, but that would make, that would make a good podcast. Dana White would be cool, too. Dana oh, yeah. White? Yeah. That Dana would be. White would be a badass interview because that guy has like, you know, he created that. I mean, he's, you know, he created that business out of nothing, man. It was that UFC was dying. Yeah. And now, now it's one of the biggest sports on the planet. So. He's the Steve Jobs of fighting pretty much. I think ah, that's cool. What is the one question you wish I wished I'd ask you or you thought I was going to, and I didn't, I missed it. Does penis size affect your bottom line? <laughs> Mr. Krebs, uh, does penis size affect your bottom line? Well, no, because if I'm successful, <laughs> where I'm going with it. <laughs> Link to that, mate. Link to that. What do you fear the most, <laughs> apart from uh, penis size? What do I fear the most? Living a life without love, man. Yeah. For real, right? Yeah. Like that. That sounds like you know, like. Like as an alpha, I feel like the, the true definition of an alpha is somebody that has the balls to, to have like a soft side and feelings too. So you imagine a life with no love, all the work that you're doing means nothing. I love you, man. Love you right back, bro. <laughs> man, this is, this is a beautiful thing. Right. Dude, well, there's a lot of love in the room right now. So how can people get some more of Krebs? What's the best way to get, get in contact with you? Maybe hook up with you. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. 315-292-4192. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the packfitnessbusiness.com or hit us up on Facebook, either Luca or I, um, in regards to coaching. But yeah, it's the packfitnessbusiness.com is our blog. And, uh, you know, otherwise just come to changing the game next year. Yeah. The, hey, Maybe bonus. You get, you, get, you get to see me as well, potentially. So. Yes. Madam Smocker is going to be there. <laughs> Sweet. Right, mate. Um, we're done. This has been a beauty, fully action packed, and I think we're pretty good on time, so I won't have to do much editing. What? I don't. I think you're uneditable, really. We've got to keep I'm it not surprised, bro. They call me the sniper. One shot, one kill. <clears throat> <laughs> oh man, this seriously. I think this could be one of the first episodes that I'm gonna have to put the whole thing on YouTube. <laughs> Let's do it. Sweet. Anyway, mate. Yeah, we're done, buddy. That was a good one. Sweet. I, I'm very happy with it. So, um, we up to you for the rest of the day, mate. Just training, man. Training and uh, 
you know, being Steve Krebs. <laughs> Living the life. Dude, Sweet. yeah, that's that, I guess, man. Well, I guess I'll let you go. We, we smashed it. I got like, I got 10 minutes till Leanne. So uh, any words you want to pass on to her? She did talk to you about Punani pack life. She was quite Tell quite Leanne that I love her. <laughs> You've risen above it. Okay, you love her. Cool. All right, buddy. Well, I'll let you get cracking. I'm going to go grab a, get some juice, get some water in there and uh, crack on. That probably looked a bit wrong. Yeah, that was pretty gay. <laughs> Later, bye. <laughs> The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. This episode is sponsored by the Alpha Way Intensive. This is where we get six aspiring or current alpha men and we take them away to the coast and we just take them to another level. So if you're interested in that, we have South Coast UK, the first ever one on the very early first week in September. Three, three days you need to be available. And then we move over two weeks later, around the 19th, 20th, and 21st, to the West Coast, USA. So if you're interested in EBA, just get in touch, reach out, email support at Awaken Your Alpha, or the Alpha Way at Awaken Your Alpha. For two nights of intense alpha building, physical, spiritual, mental, business, body, belief, balance, to just send you away a different man two days later that sounds good to you you need to get in touch straight away because there are only six spots and this is going out to over 10,000 alphas all over the world don't let your location be a limiting factor if you're in England you can go to the one in California if you're in California you can go to the one in England it's completely up to you you are in control of your life and you make that decision so if you're not sure that's fine that's cool keep listening but if this sounds like something you want to do you need to get on a call with me as soon as possible because when they go they go we've got an old historical farmhouse for the uk and we have just a mountain retreat on the cliffs overlooking the coast in california so i hope to speak to some of you to very soon because this is not for all but for some of you this will really strike a chord and with me in my team of alpha trainers, we have some of the best minds, bodies, and stories from around the globe, and they will be coming to really get intense with you guys and show you. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.